Hello, and thank you for joining us for Journeys in Grace. My name is Pastor Eric Hubbard, and Danielle and I thank you that you would take the time out to join us as we go into the scriptures. And today we're going to continue in the study of healing. I'm going to give you a couple of uh, ways that you can reach us. First, you can reach out by mail to Pastor Eric at Post Office Box 4473, Marietta, Georgia, 30061. Also by email at Pastor Eric. 523 at gmail.com, or you can join us on a live Bible study on Thursdays at 6.55 a.m. Yes, that's 6.55 a.m. East Thursday morning. And here's the dialing number. It's 609-663-1224. I'll repeat this again. You can reach us by mail at Pastor Eric at P.O. Box 4473, Marietta, Georgia, 30061. By email at Pastor Eric523 at gmail.com. And finally, in uh, every Thursday morning at 6:55 a.m. Eastern Time, 6:55 a.m. Eastern Time at 609-663-1224. And so today we're going to start in the book of Mark and continue our studies as we did uh, last week on healing. And this may be an unconventional way of uh of uh, teaching healing, but I believe I'm, I'm going to uh, intersperse scripture with uh, uh, real life examples and and things that the Holy Spirit would bring to us. But I believe that this is the time. And I, as I started out, I believe the two of the most controversial things, uh, subjects you can bring up in the body of Christ and even in the world today, is the fact that God heals and healing is up for us today. Or when you talk about giving and how that giving is a part of our service or worship to God. But today, we're going to continue on our studies of, of, uh, of healing. So we're going to start in the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 24. And we're going to talk about the woman with the issue of blood. And I believe that this has uh, great, has many good truths that we could uh, latch on to ourselves and use these. Because I believe as a, as a teacher, as a preacher of the scripture, that it's my job, or it's my duty to make the word simple. Not so deep that you can understand it, but uh, make it simple so and practical so that we can use it in our everyday life. For believers, this is the day. This is the time of a great awakening in the church. This is a time as God moves in his way through people who are looking for him. Just as when Jesus was him to the earth as Messiah, the disciples and many of they were looking for him. They were looking to uh, uh, if you look when Peter, when he called Peter and Andrew and others, they were looking for Messiah because they believed in the words of the prophet that Isaiah and, and Jeremiah and Moses himself and others, they spoke of a day that Christ was coming. And because they looked for him and there were many charlatans, there were many fakes that came and men who claimed to be the Messiah, who took on that, who took on that title, but they could not back it up. But we know as believers and others in the world, even those who do not proclaim to be believers, uh, the word of God, the book or the Bible, as, as uh, it's called in our, in our day, is the Bible is the most read book in all of history. It's the best selling book, the most criticized, the most analyzed, the most uh, uh, misused book of all time. And yet the Bible itself, when believed and when mixed with faith, can change a life, can change a heart, 
And the consumption of that Bible with understanding can bring not only a change of heart, but also bring a healing of the body. And I believe more than anything, yes, healing is important, but I believe that salvation and with salvation comes all of the blessing that God has for us from salvation to healing, to prosperity, to deliverance, to uh, 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 anything that you can name that's beneficial for you as a person on this earth and our life on this planet, Jesus has brought and provided for us. So let's go into the book of St. Mark 5, verse 24. And it reads, and Mark and, <laughs> and Jesus went with him and much people followed him, thronging him. Uh, they're going to back up a little bit. Back up just a little bit. Oh, here we go. 22. Mark 5, 22. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw Jesus, when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him. Or he, or he uh, begged Jesus greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. Now, again, this think about these, uh, these, these circumstances that, that Jesus always found himself in because he was a giver. And that's one of the main things that not only did Jesus come to, um, um, uh, uh, that he came to heal, to deliver and do all those things, but he was a giving man. Though he was God in flesh, though he had stripped himself of all of the majesty and power and, and authority as God, he came as a man as just a simple man. So when we see him, as we started out this, these scriptures reading last week in St. Luke 4, Jesus came, he was just a, he was, he, he came in the body in the form of a man. He stepped down for glory. And he, again, the Bible says that he became poor, that we became rich, that we may be rich. And think of it, God himself, in the form of his, his, his wonderful, lovely son, came walking the earth to show the example of what we should be in the earth. And so when I, as we begin to and, and go further into healing, God not only sent Jesus as walking in the authority of, uh, of that, that God had laid upon him because Jesus came and he learned who he was through the scripture. He learned who he was by spending time with God, studying the scripture and, and meditating on the word. And that's how we'll find out who we are. If you are, if you've lost, if you don't know who your identity is in Christ, if you're looking for, well, who, who is, what is, what is my place in the earth? Lord, what are you calling me to do? Go back to the Bible and you will find who you are through the study of the scripture. Because whenever, if you ever want to new, uh, find out the, uh, the use of a thing, go back to the creator. You know, if you want to find out what the use of a hammer is, go find a man. Uh, uh, go find the, the inventor of that hammer. If you want to find out what the what the use of any toy or, uh, or any uh, instrument is, go back go back to the instructions and see what the real use of it is. So you know you can find a, uh, an amplifier today. Most uh, large amplifiers they're large, they're boxy. They some of them are three and four feet high. And you know you could go to uh, if you didn't know what the use of it is, you could use an amplifier as a table. You can use it as a workbench. You can use it as a, uh, a, a writing board. You can use it as a uh, podium to, to uh, uh, put materials on. But that's not the best use of an amplifier. An amplifier, best use is to project sound. So, and, so if we want to know who we are, 
you must go to the book. And if you want to find out what God has for you, you have to go back to the book. Yes, God gave us preachers. He gave us ministers. He gave us uh, uh, elders and all those who have the gifts in the body of Christ. But in our day, as has been in all the days of the scripture, God wants to have personal relationship with you. And so when Jesus came, he came to uh, uh, he came to project. He said, I and my father are one. He said, I came to do the work of him that sent me. And the work that Jesus came to do was the one of the works was to provide healing to all those who would be received of him. We have to receive him in order to receive of him. And not only, uh, uh, let's put it a better way. We have to believe in him. And if I believe in him, I believe that he has something that he can give me. And so here Jairus is and who was a ruler of the synagogue. And we go back and in the, the, in, through this time, many of those who were ruler, who were rulers in the synagogue are part of the scribes, Pharisees, and, and others. The majority of them, they did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah. And so, when you ever express belief in Him, you were they were as, as Jesus projected, and as He got closer to the cross, they kicked you out of the synagogue because their their mission was to destroy Him. So. As we again, if we studied this scripture this morning, we see a man who had reached a point of desperation. He says, My daughter is at the point of death. He said, I pray you, I beg you, come and lay hands on her that she may be healed and she shall live. Jarius heard about what Jesus had done. He might have even seen what he had done. And because of, of, of what he believed that Christ could do, he what he believed the Messiah could do. He, he made a, a request on him. He made a demand on him by faith and said, Lord, if you come lay your hands on him, my, your hands on my daughter, she'll be healed. And as we read on, and Jesus went with him and much people followed him and thronged him. And that throng means they were constantly touching. Why? Because they believed they were going to be, uh, meaning they believed uh, that they were going to, they had seen him heal. They had seen him open blinded eyes. They had, they'd heard of him uh, healing those hitting the leper. They had, they had heard uh, and seen him. Some of them most likely had been in the crowd of 5,000 or 7,000. Uh, and they had heard about him multiplying bread and multiplying uh, 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 the, the two fish and five loaves of bread. Some of them heard about him having gone to the wedding and turning water into wine. So that Jesus had a history behind him that what I say, what I am projecting, I am. So as we move on through this story, it said that people were thronging him, hoping to receive something from them, from him rather. And in the 21st verse, it says, and a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years. Now, in, in the Jewish culture, when you had, when you had uh, uh, ailments, and in this, this, one, this one in particular, uh, it was it, she should not have been in the midst of these people. You had to separate yourself until you receive your healing. You didn't go to the priest because the, the uh, uh, you didn't go to the synagogue. You didn't go to the temple because they were out. You you were outside because the at this time the temple wasn't a place that you went to receive healing. You had to receive your healing and then you went and showed yourself to the priest as evidence. And many of these things, or you had to testify that hey, uh, I've been uh, my 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 issue is now resolved. And I come for my cleansing ritual, and now I can again be a part of the synagogue. 
So here we are in the 26th verse. It says, and she suffered many things of many physicians. And what he what they're saying is that the doctors were were they were they were uh practicing their their skill, they were practicing medicine on her. But it said she has suffered many things. So man had tried, she was she has been, and, and let's look at this. She said, has suffered many things of many physicians, has spent all that she had, and was nothing better but gurus. So it doesn't necessarily say that the physicians were taking advantage of her, but what it does say is they had, they had, they had given her many, they had prescribed many things. They had all of their skills, all of their knowledge, nothing worked. Nothing worked. But now we're going to get to where and see what Jesus can do. In the 27th verse, it says, and when she heard of Jesus. See, that's the more, there's an important thing that we need to start pulling out of this. See, this is what I call connecting the dots. We have to learn how to connect the dots in the scripture. See, we, what we're reading here in Luke, we may have to, we have to jump ahead into Romans and see what the book of Romans said about uh, exercising your faith. It says that uh, this woman had to hear. It says she had heard it. She had heard of Jesus. She, Jesus was coming. It says that when she had heard of Jesus and what he had done, how he had delivered, how he had healed, she, she began, her face began to swell up. And it says, and she came in the press behind and touched his garment. And it says, for she had said, if I may but touch his gold clothes, I shall be made, I shall be whole. Now just think about this. It says she had said within herself, if I get to him, I've heard about what he's done. Her faith built up. She's heard about the miracle. She heard about uh, uh, the things that Christ had done and how he willingly healed. Jesus wasn't putting, uh, he wasn't putting diseases and sicknesses and ailments on people, but he was delivering them. So she's saying, I am going to get to him somehow, some way, because she knew I have, my history says I'm unclean. I'm not supposed to touch anyone because anybody that touched her was unclean. So she had to be separated from family. She had to be separated from friends. She couldn't go to the synagogue and hear the word of God and hear uh, God's word being preached. She had to stay on the outskirts. And many of us, we thought we feel like this when, you know, when you when you've been sick for a while, you know, some people will come and see about you and you say, hey, I was here about well, they'll call you uh, today. They'll they may text you or, or whatever the case may be. And they will come and they will uh, make themselves available. But, you know, after a time, and people get tired of you, you know, and they'll tell, man, this person, you know, people going about their everyday lives and say, well, you know, I hope they're doing better now. How well, last time you see them, I don't know. Because it's not their, their problem. It's not their issue. And now in the 27th verse, this woman got tired. And when she heard there was a solution, she was not going to be denied. Then I'm not going to wait for him to touch me. Because by law, he should not touch him. Because anybody that touched her was unclean. But she decided, I'm going to touch him. I'm going to get what he had. And that's what any of us who are who are who are suffering with sickness, who are maybe suffering with disease, we have to realize that Jesus has already done it for us. We don't have to make God do anything. We just have to receive from him. And in this woman, the gospel had not even been preached to her. But she and her faith says, I'm going to receive 
of healing from him because if he did it for others, he can do it for me. And that's what faith is. Faith is simple. Faith is me agreeing with what God has already done. And some faith, some, uh, some faith will, will cause us to get a miraculous healing in the very day, in the very moment that we believe. Other healings come time after time, you know, day after day. You may get better. You just see yourself getting better, getting better, getting better. And you see, you know, because you may not get it miraculously. But uh, and I'm talking about miraculous means it happens in an instant. But I say that when we receive that, what Jesus has already done, we will see a thing happen that that what we expect. Because faith comes from an expectation. Miracles come. Healing comes because we expect to be healed. We expect, we, we say out of our mouth. The Bible says, she said, she said within herself, if I but touch him, I'll be made whole. See, the scripture says, out of the abundance of the heart, Jesus said this, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Out of your mouth, out of your mouth. This is what Jesus said in Luke 6, 45. He said, a good man, our good treasures of his heart, brings forth good that brings forth that which is good. And an evil man, this is Mark, again, uh, 6.45, Luke 6.45, out of the evil treasures of his heart, bring forth evil things. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. What is he saying? He's saying those things which we meditate on. See, that's how things get in your heart. You got to meditate on them. You got to hear them over and over and over and over. So whether it's, uh, you can believe a lie constantly and to quote our today thing, that becomes our truth. It doesn't matter whether it's true or not. It's, it's based on what you believe, but it's not based on fact. It's not based on the truth. And the truth as, as in the earth is the word of God. But uh, the culture today says, you know what? I'm, you should let me have my truth. You believe in what you believe. I believe in what I believe. So I'm good that you believe that the uh, uh, the earth is round. But if I believe the earth is flat, you should leave me alone because that's my truth. Because all thing I can see is a flat earth. So that's what I believe. But all everybody with history, with geometry, with uh, uh, telescopes can can tell you of a with a fact the earth is round, not flat. But see, and you say, preacher, what's that got to do with healing? It's all got to be about what you have in your heart. And what this woman had in her heart, she got the she got the truth that the word was available to her, that healing was available to her. This is what it says in the book of St. Luke. And I'll, if you um, go and read my notes that I've I often put with the, uh, with the uh, podcast, you'll see the description. I'll, I'll write, I've written them down for them. For you rather. So this is what it says in uh in Saint in uh Romans 10th chapter. It says, For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. See, you have to believe what was being said, you have to receive what's being said. For the scripture said, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And if you're not getting your beliefs from the word of God, you're believing a lie. And this is what, again, what Paul said in this, we're going to back up a little bit in the same chapter of Romans. It says, he said, for what say this? In other words, he said, what does the Bible say? What does the word say? He says, the word is nigh thee. See, that word's got to be in you. It's nigh, I mean, it's near. He goes on to say, he makes it personal. 
the words in your mouth. Then he makes it even deeper than that. It's in your heart. It's in your very soul, which is what? The word of faith, which we preach. He said it's near you. It's in your mouth. It's in your heart. That word, which is of faith, which we preach, we have to draw out. Draw out of that, which we've meditated on. And in our time of need, that's where faith comes. Faith comes by you hearing and hearing, not just hearing the word one time, but when you hear it, you got to go get it and read it and then meditate on it so that God can speak to your inner man. Because that's what truth is. Truth has got to be in your heart. Truth has got to be on the inside of you so that when so that when needed or when required, you know, you can pull on that truth, pull on that truth. But you can't just hear a truth one time and allow it to slip away. That's what Jesus, when he talked about the uh, 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 the life of the seed or the, or the parable of the seed, rather, he said some fell upon stony ground, some fell among thorns, thorns, rather. And see, when you, we are, when, it's, when I'm talking about falling among stony grounds, he said they rise up quick. And with the, with the, when I'm falling among thorns, it means that it's the, the, the cares of life choke it out. But when the word fell among good ground, it means that it fell into the soil. It was soaked into the ground with the water. And it grew. And it produced. And it multiplied. And that was this one. I don't know. We, the scripture doesn't say how long this woman said it. But she had, to, she had to meditate. She had to chew on this and say, if I get to him, he, come, he comes to my city. When he comes to my city, I know he's coming. I'm going to get to Jesus. I'm going to get to Jesus. And I believe this one scripture says that he, she touched his hem. So that means she had to be down low. That means that she had to be crawling, getting down on her knees. Uh, the only thing I need to do in touch, I don't need to get to his face. I'm just, I'm because my faith is going to pull out of him the healing which I need. And it says, in the 28th verse, she says, if I may but touch his clothes, I'm going to be whole. Everything's going to change. Everything. I'm going to get a See, when you're restored, when you're whole, rather, everything restored to the point of the original. See, things can be fixed, but not necessarily restored. See, you can fix a flat tire. You know, put a patch on it. That's fixing it. But when it's made whole, when you look at that tire was made whole, it was as though the, the, the puncture never happened. It was as though in the, the, the incident never occurred. And it says, and the 29th verse said, and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? Because faith had, 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 had made a demand on him. And because she demanded of him by faith, Jesus always answers faith. Faith is the currency of heaven. Faith, you can't buy, you can't, you can't buy healing from Christ. He doesn't move by money. He moves by faith. It's, the scripture says it is impossible. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. We must approach God. We must approach him with the, uh, the faith. And it doesn't take, you know, it doesn't take a, a, it doesn't take a, a boatload of faith. Jesus said, if you've got faith of the grain of mustard seed, 
But what it but it does require is that we reject unbelief. We get out of unbelief. We go to the word and we meditate on it. We study it. And if you want really, if you want your healing, if you are being if you are being tormented in your body, in your mind, in your spirit, we need spiritual healing, a, a mental healing, or a healing within your uh, your very body. You have to get the word of God and meditate on it. But more important than that, you've got to move out unbelief. And unbelief is, is, uh, is ejected or cast out of, out of us by us believing and getting the word in us. And that's what we read uh, just a few minutes ago when we were talking about faith. When he says, the word of God is not thee, even in your mouth and in your heart. That's where the word, the word, the word's got to get in your mouth. It's got to come out of you. For Jesus said what? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Well, the preacher saying here, uh, Paul said, out of the mouth is going to speak what you got in your heart. So if you find unbelief in your heart, if you're saying within yourself, you know, I don't know if I'm going to get out of this. I don't know if God, you know, maybe God is punishing me. God doesn't bring punishment to believers. Jesus took the curse. He took all of our iniquities all of our failures, all of our condemnation, all of those things were cast on him on the cross. He bore all of it. Isaiah 53, all of your sickness, all of my sickness, all of my diseases, all of my failures, everything and anything that shall come upon me, my victory is in me knowing what Christ has already done. And this woman, Jesus, she made a demand on him. Because she said, if I touch you, when are we as the body of Christ are going to make a determination, I'm going to get to Jesus. That's my answer. It doesn't, we don't, I'm, not, I'm not dismissing doctors. I'm not dismissing the medical profession. They will, they will do. And, then, and I believe that uh, to be a, a doctor or be a, a good teacher, a good doctor, uh, uh, it requires a calling. Someone who does this because this is what they were born to do, and they do it, and they do it whether whether they were they, they, whether they are millionaires or not, they are doing it because it's a calling. Nurses do it because it's a calling, and if you don't have that calling, you may start in it, but if you don't have that calling, you will soon be out of it. But those who have it, it's not work. It's what who they are, and we should walk as as believers. We not only should pray for, 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 for our own healing, but we should be able to have that ability to know that God gave us, he'll give you uh, enough and extra so that not only you are healed, but he'll give you a testimony that can get somebody else healed. He'll give you a word so that you can speak to others and say, you know, I've been through some of the same thing. I went through cancer and, and I prayed and God gave me peace. And for me, you know, I, 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 I believe God. And I got into the word of God and my day, month by month, week by week, my cancer got smaller and smaller and smaller. And the next thing I know, the tumor was gone. There are other testimonies of people who say, you know, uh, uh, I got the peace of God that I should go through this, uh, uh, this operation or go through this uh, chemotherapy and chemo, uh, chemo treatments. And you know what? I'm here. God delivered me and there are no more traces. So as I said before, I'll say again, there's no bad way to be healed. Just get your healing. 
But I'm preaching today about and teaching today about that healing is for us today, divine healing. But don't let anyone tell you that that's just one way. No, Jesus is the one way. He is the one way. Find your place of peace in your relationship with God. Again, I may get my, my healing instantly, miraculously. Yours may come day by day, week by week, month by month. However it comes, praise God it comes. This woman said in her heart, if I but touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. What are you saying today about your healing? What are you saying today about your situation? I say to you, get your mind and eyes in the scripture. Meditate on his word and let the peace of God rule in your heart. Let him lead you. Let him guide you. For fear will torment you. No matter what your sickness or ailment may be. You may have a, a, a arthritis or whatever the sickness may be. But know this of a truth. Jesus is here for you today. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Just because you got a bad report. Isaiah said, whose report shall you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. I pray you got something out of, out of the uh, teaching today. Again, you can reach us at Pastor Eric at Post Office Box 4473, Marietta, Georgia 30061, or Pastor Eric at Gmail, uh, Pastor Eric 523 at gmail.com. And again, finally, you can join us on our uh, live Bible study at 609-663-1224. Finally, we pray, Father, we just thank you for all those who gathered with us. I pray for healing, deliverance, for those of God who may be captured by sickness and disease today. And I pray we know that all is well in you. In Jesus' name we pray until the next broadcast. Be well. Amen.